Gitin dafnun bet. The last thing we were discussing was a finder doesn't have to swear mipneti kuna olam. The no one's going to want to return the lost object. And Rabbi Yitzhak said there are cases where he does have to swear. He holds like Rabbi Ezer ben Yaakov that sometimes a person makes a statement that causes him to have to swear. And the Gemara discussed the case that the Toen is a katan and with that we are now starting Nun Bet Amud Aleph and Nun Mishnah straight from the beginning. And this Mishnah talks about orphans who their father left them a whole inheritance. They're too young. Betin puts a trustee. This trustee in, in Gemara language is called an apotropus and he's going to deal with the entire estate. And Hachamim set up a whole bunch of uh, rules and takanot for this apotropus for tikkun olam. So with that, yetomim shesamchu etzel ba'alabayit. If yetomim trusted a lemin or sheminalem avian apotropus, so their father appointed a trustee on their inheritance, hayav le'aseh protehim, this trustee, this apotropus, has to do ma'aser for them, even though usually a person can't do ma'aser for someone else. Here they can, because how else are they going to eat? A father appointed trustee over the estate, Yishava, at the end of the, whatever, when the kids grow up, the potropus has to swear that he didn't take anything. But if betin put him in charge, he doesn't have to swear, because again, tikkun olam, because it's not fair. Abashul Omer, Hiluf Adbarim. Abashul says the opposite. If the Beitin appointed him, he has to swear. But if the father uh, put him in charge, then he doesn't have to swear. And the Gemara starts right away with the question How could uh, the Apotropus do the Tiruman Masrot for these children? Atem Urminhu, Atem Veloshutafin. When it says atem, it says ken tarimu gam atem tirumat Hashem mikol masrotechem. That you have to give tirumat. It says the word atem velo shutafin, not partners. Atem velo arisin, not sharecroppers can't do it for you. Atem velo potropin, and potropus can't do the tirumat and masrot velo atorem etchenos shelo. And a person giving tirumat for something doesn't belong. So here, how could the potropus give tirumat masrot for the yetomim's inheritance? So Amar Hastala Kasha Kan Lachil Kalani. Depends. In our Mishnah, the children need to eat and they need to eat kosher food. There comes the apotropus and does trumot and ma'asrot. That's okay. However, when it's there to, you know, they're just able to leave food for later, to save up food for when they grow up, that he can't do. And the Gemara brings another Braita, Vihatania, Apotropin, the Apotropin, Torminu Me'aserin Lachil Vilaniah. They're allowed to do Tromotan Masrot for the Yetomim, as long as it's for them to eat right now and not to leave for later. And the Braita continues, Umochrin Lahem Behema, Vadimish Vahot, Batim Sadot Ukramin, the Apotropos can sell animals, slaves, uh, houses, fields, vineyards, just for them to be able to eat now. To save up money for later, meaning let's say they're worried that the slave will run away or the cow will die or whatever it is, that they can't sell. Only if it's to feed them right now. Same thing. You're allowed to sell their fruits, their wines, oils, uh, flour, anything for them to eat right now, but not to save up money for later.
ועושים להן, and you can even do mitzvot for them, you can buy them a lulav arava, sukkah, tzitzit, even though they could borrow someone else, it's better to have your own. V'chol davar sheyesh lo kitzba, any mitzvah that you know, that has a set price, letuye shofar, for example, they get them a shofar, all that stuff, it's allowed, don't worry about being yitzvah from someone else, you could buy it for them, not a problem. You could even buy for them a Sefer Torah, Tfilin, Zuzot, as long as there's a set price, for example, like a Megillah, go ahead, buy for them, it's allowed. But you can't take Tzedakah from their money, and you can't uh, free uh, people who are captured with their money. And you can't buy them something that doesn't have a set price. For example, if it's to send a wine bottle to a house or it's uh, to send them flowers or things like that. These things, there's no set, there's no limit. They keep on happening. If you're going to keep on sending a present, another present, another present, their money will go, be gone. And he cannot go into litigation for them, whether he's for them, against them, period. He cannot uh, go down over there if someone uh, has, says that they owe him money. Lizkot Amailos. The Gemara says, why not? If he's going to protect them, what's the problem? Sigma explains, We're talking about a situation where he thought he was going to help out the situation, it ends up he loses, whatever he did is worthless. Rather, we have to wait till they grow up and come fight with them face to face. Fight with the Atomim. Could be by then, things will change. The, the Apotropios cannot sell land that is far in order to buy land that is closer. Or to sell a bad land to get a better land, you, you, you might What's the reason? Sometimes the land that they bought get ruined, and the yatomim will lose. And the Brayta continues: They cannot sell fields and get slaves. The slaves could die. But they're allowed to sell slaves and buy fields. You can't even sell slaves to buy field. What's the reason? Could be, it's not going to be a peaceful transfer of uh, of, of the field. Could be in a couple of years, someone's going to yell and scream that it's his uh, field, and uh, they're in a big problem. The potropus cannot free a slave, even if the slave pays on his own to get himself out, he cannot accept that payment for them. But if the Yetomim need the money, they could sell that Ayavet to someone else, and other people can free them. Rabbi Omer, Omer Ani the Ayavet could give the money to the Apotropus, and he could go out. It's like the Ayavet buying himself. And the Apotropos, when he's done with them, uh, when everyone becomes Bar Mitzvah, they uh, get together, he has to do the math, calculations, bring an accountant, make sure everything went okay, and then he has to swear that he didn't take anything from them. Rabbi Shimon Bingham Leil Omer, Enot Sarich, he does not have to swear, we trust him. En Osin Apotropolin, Nashim Vavadim Uktanim, we do not make a trustee, a woman, a slave, or a katan. 
women because she doesn't do as much business in the shuk. Slaves, because we don't trust them not to take it to their own pocket. They have no doubt. But if the father wants to put these people in charge, okay, it's up to him. He can do whatever he wants. There was an apotropos in Rabbi Meir's neighborhood. He was selling land and buying slaves. Rabbi Meir didn't allow him. They're going to lose their money. But they showed Rabbi Meir in his dream. I'm trying to destroy it and you're trying to build? Meaning the money was that the father got was all done incorrectly. Probably a beat, he probably stole, something like that happened. And Hashem is trying to take away their money, and you're not letting it happen. Rabbi Meir didn't care about the dream. Whatever happens in the dream doesn't uh, make anything go up or down, doesn't really count. I'm not worried about that. I have to do follow halacha. And there was two people that the son used to get them to fight. Every Arab Shabbat, Friday afternoon, they would start fighting with each other. Three weeks in a row, Friday afternoon, he made sure they didn't fight. Until he made peace with, between them. Woe to that man, he's talking to Satan, talking about himself, that Rabbi Meir kicked him out of that house. And there was an apotropus in the neighborhood of Rabbi Shabbat Tore. He was selling land and, and buying uh, ox, uh, bulls. And he didn't tell him anything. And Sabah like Rabbi Yossi, because Rabbi Yosha ben Levi held like Rabbi Yossi, the Tanya, Amar, Rabbi Yossi, mi Amar lo kareti leshtishti, I never called my wife, my wife, ul Shori, Shori, I never called my ox, my ox, ela leshtibeti, I called my wife my house, ul Shori, Sadi, and I called my ox my field, meaning the Isha is, the wife is the foundation of the home, that's why she's called the home, and the ox is the main part, he's the foundation of the field, that's what I work with. And since it's for the field, therefore, he was okay with that apotropus selling land and buying ox. There was these yetomim, they relied on this elderly lady to do their business dealings. So they had this ox. She sold this ox for them. The relatives came in front of Rav Nachman and they told him what this lady did. Amru le ma'avita de zabna. How could she? Uh, who put her in charge that she's selling these things? Amalehu yetomim shem samchu etzel ba'ala baitan. We learned about this already. Yetomim who relied on a layman. She's a layman. What's the problem? But they told him v'ha aikar. But the ox went up in price. So he, Rav Nachman told him, yeah, but b'shuta de lokeh aikar. It went up in the shuta lokeh. He bought it. It was fair and square, and it went up in his uh, possession. What's the problem? But the kids didn't get the money yet. Oh, that's exactly what Rav Hanilai Baridi said in the name of Shmuel. Their money, their property is like Hegdesh. 
The only way things go down when it comes to Hegdesh, it says, You have to give actual cash until the money comes in. Meshicha means nothing. We're going to go back to the Deoraita. And another story, same idea. There was the wine of Rabbana Okva, the Yatom. He was the Yatom. It was worth $4 per barrel. And it went up in price to 6 they came in front of Rav Nachman. This is exactly what Rav Hanilai Baridi was talking about. The property of Yatomim is like Kedesh. Until the money got them. Did the money come to him? No? Fine. Then the sale goes back. Now, based on that, the Gemara asks, Let's say they took the fruits, they didn't give them the money yet, and then it went up in price. It's exactly what we said before, and therefore the sale goes back and you got to give them the money. However, let's say Zul. Let's say it went down in price. Do the buyers have the option of giving it back because it's not a sale? So the Gemara answers, the same way a regular person cannot go back, same thing, Yetomim are considered a Gdesh, and this is, uh, for, we're trying to help them out, therefore the buyers wouldn't be able to go back. Now, how about the opposite? If the Yetomim, they bought, the or they took the Perot in Payet, Ikar, and then it went up in price, then they're not allowed to give it back. The same way things don't go back by uh, by regular sale. Same thing with their considered like this, things shouldn't go back. Zul, and if it went down in price, we originally thought that if it went down in price, we're trying to help them out, want to be like and we'll say that it only goes down if they paid and didn't pay yet, so they could go back. No. It's a bad thing. If they go back because the price went down, it's going to be bad for them. Sometimes they're going to need fruits. They're not going to have any cash on them. No one's going to want to give them until they actually give cash. The reason is no one's going to want to sell to them because these guys could always go back on their deal if the price goes down. No one wants to take a chance on them. Now, if the Yetomim paid for the fruits, but they didn't take the fruit yet, Zul, if the if it went down in price, they shouldn't be any different than Hikdesh, and therefore they could take their money back, as we explained before. Ikar, if it went up in price, we thought it'd be like Rabbi Hanilai Bar-Idi, that the seller wouldn't be able to go back on the deal. And Amalur of Shishabered Rav Idi. It's, no, it's a bad thing. If we say that everything was done with just the passing of cash, then the, it's, something bad might happen. Why? People will tell them that you gave us the money, you bought the wheat wherever it is, and if there was a fire in the storage house, oh, that corner over there was yours, it got lost. So therefore it was better that if they gave cash, they were not kone, because no one's going to want to save their stuff. Therefore, when they pulled, that's when they're kone. And the Gemara brings another case. 
if people gave money to the yetomim for fruits and ikar, and before they gave them the fruits, the the price went up, the yetomim could go back on the deal, even though they have the money already, because lo hamur mehekdesh. A regular sale shouldn't be any different than hekdesh. The money can't go back. Zul, but if the price went down and the buyers want to go back on the deal, savur minas. So people in the yeshiva thought that they can't go back because of hainu derav bar idi, because they already finished the, the story, they paid the money, and that's it. It's like hekdesh. It's a bad thing if we if we say that it was done the minute they get the the buyers gave the atomim the money it could be bad for them why does it mean because a lot of times the atomim will need money and no one's gonna want to give them the money until they give them fruit first and they don't have the fruits on them and they'll be stuck with our money so it's better that we're fair with the deal. And they're not kone from the yatomim until there's a meshicha like every other person. And what comes out is Rav Hanilai Bar Idi's din that yatomim are like hekdesh. It's only when they're the ones selling the fruit and the price went up after the buyers already uh, picked it up and before they got the yatomim got the money, they could go back on the deal. However, if it went down in price, or if they gave the money and they didn't uh, take the fruits from the yatomim yet, or when the yatomim are the ones buying, they have the same rules as everyone else. And Ravashe said, Me and Rav Kana would sign all the contracts of the sales that the mother of Zaira, the Yatom, would that she was the Apotropus, we signed off on everything. Why? Does, and the problem was, she would sell land in order to pay the children's taxes without announcing that she is making that sale for 30 days. Usually you have to make the announcement for 30 days. It's for, up for sale, so this way anyone who wants to bid could bid. Here she would do it right away without uh, any uh, announcing. Because they said in for taxes to pay the mezonot of an almana or for the daughters or to bury the father of the atomim. They can sell a land without even announcing for 30 days. Amram Tzaba'a, Amram the painter, he was an apotropus of Yatomim, Atu Kerovim, the commander of the Haman, the relatives came to Rav the Haman, and Amrele, they told him, Kalavish that this Amram apotropus was wearing his clothing from, from the Yatomim, meaning he was probably taking money from them. Amrelehu, so Rav Haman said, it's allowed for him to do such thing. He needs to look hashuv when he's going to courts, when he's going into litigation, when he's doing things for them. He needs to look good. Therefore, he's allowed to take money to wear nice clothing. They told him, He eats and drinks in such a hashuv way. He's not a rich person. He's probably taking from the yatomim. So Rav Haman told him, Maybe he found the mitziah, maybe he found the lottery ticket, and that's uh, how he became rich. But they told Rav Haman, but he's cutting trees that grow fruits, and he's making them lose money. You know what? Get me uh, witnesses that he's making them lose money, and I'll uh, kick him out. 
דאמר רב הונא חברין משמת דרב, אפוטרופוס דמפסיד מסלקינן לרב הונא, our friend said in the name of רב, אפוטרופוס who makes the children lose money, we throw him out, they tmar, there was a מחלוקת, אפוטרופוס דמפסיד, and אפוטרופוס who's making the יתומים lose money, even it's בשוגג. רב הונא אמר רב מסלקינן לרב, רב הונא says we throw him out, ומשלכינלנדהלכהזהוויתרומאוטנאוויתרומאוטנאוויתרומאוטנאוויתרומאוטנאוויתרומאוטנאוויתרומאוטנאוויתרומאוטנאוויתרומאוטנאוויתרומ
and I made it asur. Shmuel Amar Me'arev, no, he mixed Yain Nesech with a kosher wine, and he made it asur b'hana'a. So now, Manda Amar Me'arev, according to Shmuel, who said, it's mixing, what's the reason he didn't say he was mamash menasech, like Rav explained. So Amar Lach, Shmuel explains, menasech, kam le'bidrabamineh. Menasech, who did, who did Yain Nesech on purpose, he has bigger problems right now. He's he's hayav mitayes hayav skilah. He did avodah zarah. Big, it's a big problem. And if you're hayav on a bigger punishment, you don't have to pay. Veidach and Rav would explain to you that the minute he picked it up and he wanted to steal it he wants to make it uh, the minute he picked it up it's considered stolen and at that point you have to pay and then however you only have afterwards when you actually do the nisuchayin so at first you uh, you, you have the money and then you have the sekilah they come there separately and uh, Shmuel, you would say, to what explains, Shmuel holds that w- the the reason you picked up the wines for the nisuch, therefore uh, your hayav mita first, and, and not uh, hayav the money first. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.